Welcome to the old bastard martini lunch. This is a show about advertising and design creatives with an audience of one, me. I'm Peter Morse. This is my show. Welcome, you. If you're familiar with the show, you can probably skip past all this part. Uh, if you're not, you might be a little confused about what's going on here. Well, I bring on creative professionals and uh, drink a few cocktails and have a conversation with them. And uh, we just kind of put that out there for everyone to enjoy. So this week we've got uh, an old buddy of Ryan's, an old buddy of mine, Kevin Winnick. Um, it was good getting him on the show. Uh, we've known him for a while, but honestly, I haven't had a chance to really just sit down and uh, talk with him in a while. We met years ago when uh, Toy Tour was really kind of at its peak, and uh, Kevin was uh, really guiding the ship there. And uh, it's been really interesting for me in the time that I've known Kevin just to see how he's been able to manage so many different creatives. He's really worked with artists all around the world. So that was really interesting for me to see up close. Um, on the show today, though, we uh, I think we just touch a little bit on that and then launch pretty much right into uh, drinking. So join us in our booth at the back as we share our drinks and we share our stories. Oh, man, you just waste no time. Just start drinking there. You're not even going to toast? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Wink. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Old Bastard Martini. Cheers. Thank you very much. Well poured. Mm -hmm. So we're we're taking it uh we're taking it back. So I like it. We met you almost eight years ago. Has it been that long? Yeah, almost eight years. Um, Has it been eight? That sounds well. That sounds I, about right. Right. I wasn't at the gym. No. Right. So, so that's so uh, that's six year. Yeah. So we uh we we all met they because of uh, toys. So mm -hmm. uh, vinyl toys, custom. Custom vinyls, art toys, and then, uh, and you would always drink neat bourbon yes. with a shitty beer back. <laughs> so to, to take it back, mm -hmm. we, we're keeping it classy. We're doing straight Knob Creek, but on the rocks. Not, not neat, sorry. I, I prefer cold. And uh, shitty past blue ribbon beer back. So, well, that's, that's the way. I like old school. This is uh, it brings back some memories. I see that mm -hmm. some of us still haven't outgrown the toys, but that's okay. I've mm -hmm. unloaded just about every single thing. Finally cleared your <laughs> yourself of all of that then? You would, uh, this is no joke, you would be amazed. Um, actually, uh, what was the impetus to it was um, we were going to move Oh yeah. Uh, this year. Oh yeah, we were we were actually going to move, and we were going to try and move downtown. And uh, if you've looked downtown, you know how easy that is, and you know the pricing. Mm -hmm. You know it's uh, it's very very reasonable down there. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, um, quite affordable. <clears throat> yeah, so we quickly changed our mind, uh, but we, we changed it because of you know what we had. We started painting and remodeling. I think we were talking about briefly about that, and you all of a sudden you're like, 
wow, this is a great house. Why yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. And uh, so um, a big part of it was uh, unloading toys mm -hmm. because I thought I was going to be moving into a smaller space. So I uh, started setting things up and selling them. So now the large bookcase, built-in yeah, bookcase, yeah, that uh, it's empty except for originals. There you go. Uh, for the most part, and there is a uh, there's a pocket Wookiee shelf now. Oh man! Used to be a little pocket Wookiee shelf that was above my desk, which was about like this high, and uh, it was crammed with things. And now you actually have one full yeah. grown-up shelf. Let him nice. let him breathe. Yeah. Let him breathe. Yeah. And uh, Ryan has he has one. He's got, got one. Uh, he's Christmas got a cat. He's got a cat in a hat, and I think uh, the heat with the paint has managed to uh, rub off his rear end because he gets stuck mm -hmm. on the shelf a little bit. I hate that. Yeah. But fortunately, the hat's really heavy, so it just topples over yeah, all the time. <laughs> right, and it'll just break into pieces. <laughs> it just keeps chipping that was, away. That's always a fun one. <laughs> well, man, it has been a long time. I think without the occasional just running into you at Target, mm -hmm. and then uh, just says, what have you been up to? Absolutely everything. Nice. And nothing. Yeah, it me... feels like absolutely everything and nothing. Fill me in. Uh, let's see. Um, got out of the toy business uh, completely. Washed my hands of that. I was in the toy business for, what, 20 plus years and finally got out of it. So right. It, uh, it feels good, but it feels good to actually look at some of my uh, peers who are still in it and just pulling their hair out <laughs> as they see the toy industry just kind of collapse on itself and become smaller and smaller. And if you aren't Mattel, Hasbro, you right. might as well. You might as well hang it up. Or even when you've got somebody like <clears throat> Kid Robot that is just really relying on those licenses right yeah. now, which is weird and unfortunate considering like where it came from. But that's you know true. That's and, the lifeblood. But you know, then you have uh, somebody like Funko who managed to be the only big mm. company who was able to take the vinyl concept and right. then basically bastardize it and roll it right into the ground. I mean, they have almost every license under the sun. Right. And so every time you turn around, there's like 10 more that just keep yeah, cranking well, and, out. And at that point, when you see them so frequently, you're like, well, it's not really on the side thing anymore. It's not this underground thing that we were all doing it for, and now it's this super mainstream and kind of in everybody's face. Yeah, and even that, it, it seems... It seems like it's almost back to where it started, where there are a few people who are still doing it. And it's actually art again. Right. Instead of somebody just trying to cram it out. If you're looking like resin or something. Yeah, I mean, really creative stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to be lost if I was asked to mention any names of who I like because uh, I scroll through them so fast now via Facebook. But uh, some of the talent out there is just phenomenal with what they're doing with resin casting. And mm -hmm. there's like one guy that does like the uh, the inside anatomy, does the whole skull. Or oh, yeah, that, uh, that guy's awesome. But it's all resin into it. All and I'm like, wow, how much work did that go into it? Right. Um, but um, I've actually seen a lot of the artists who are in it now actually go in and start going to two-dimensional canvas painting. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty cool. You yeah. know, a lot of them who uh, were street artists and who are now back to kind of two-dimensional art, but they're still doing their thing. I, I, mean, I, I love it, but uh, back from my side, being in the sales of it, uh, I think there are probably 90% less stores Oh yeah, that certainly. Cater to that audience anymore? If it's not online, it's gone. A lot of it, yeah, has moved there. And then you've got a lot of the artists, like you said, that are just, you know, taking it back themselves and just selling themselves mm -hmm. online. Yep. You know, two dimensional. I mean, it was cool because unless you're cause, and then every week you have another two hundred dollar release. Right, right. You know, because you're poor. Right, right. 
or yeah, or Michael Lau or something, you know. But I mean, it's cool. I I think it was. Um, well, I Ma Michael Lau does something. He's actually a cool artist. Cause. <laughs> Do I need to edit that out? Because I feel like you're putting me in a tight spot. Not at all. No, uh, I, th I think he absolutely has all the talent in the world. Uh, if there was nobody else in the world, um, just. I, the, I I always thought it was interesting because, you know, I started out with two dimensions, and then when I saw, um, like, Toy Tour was the first one where I kind of became aware of it before. Uh, probably because Kid Robot was selling it, but like that was the first time that I, I became aware of it. And I always thought it was really interesting how do you take that two-dimensional style and you put it into a three-dimensional thing. And uh, uh, But yeah, I mean, for me, it's really a lot of design work and a lot of ideas are now back to two dimensions. And, you know, can you sell it that way? Because it, it's just easier right now than gatekeepers and you know kind of trying to appeal to fads and that sort of thing yeah and you know be I, true to yourself i guess at this point are you going to spend 50 dollars on a vinyl toy or a video game now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, or or i'm going to update my os system so or i might just spend honestly <laughs> where i'm at now i'm going to spend 50 dollars on a couple of bottles of gin yeah so. that's true i'm not going to lie well me craft beer i would i would okay. just go and buy two bottles of craft beer you're gonna get older one of these days, my friend. Trust me. Trust what are you? Me. What are you drinking now? Yeah, what am I drinking now? Yeah, because um, for a while there, I've I've really had a good time when we were meeting up downtown and drinking tequila. Yep. I, I, I love tequila. You a couple times for that one. It was good. Um, I think the only tequila I drink now is uh, I replaced that in my Moscow Mules, so I have a Diablo instead. Okay. So uh, use uh, tequila instead. It's fantastic. A Mexican donkey. Yep. That's great. Um, as far as bourbon goes, I, I still drink every night because I medicate. You still do not Well, there you go. Uh, absolutely no. no. No? I don't. What are you drinking now? And it's not because I don't want to. Uh, I just started experimenting with a lot of different things. Higher with my alcohol content. So everything's barrel proof. Ooh. So, so what are you hitting? 54? 60? 63. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's quality over quantity. 63. Because Knob yeah. Creek's still 50. Hmm. It's not like it's a weak link. No, it's not. Um, but I just, it's, it's just something that when you drink it so much, um, it's almost like Maker's now. I can, barely, oh, it's... I can barely drink that now because it just seems like it's light. Yeah. Um, and the flavor isn't as, as strong. You have, know? You, have, you, have you tried rye whiskey? Which one? Rye. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I got a, some I got spice a, and a little I got there. a boatload of rye. It's the, the bar has actually... Is just increased in size. Yes. Oh, I mean, it was it was a big bar before. No, it's uh, it's increased and. Uh, well, he doesn't have toys, so he can fill the shelves. That's with true. He's liquor. Yeah. He can expand <laughs> yeah. into the other room. And it's that's fine. right. Yeah. No, but uh, I, I mean, I, I love it. Uh, right now, um, for my birthday, Kelly took me to uh, Kentucky, so we did the uh, Bourbon Trail. Oh right. Oh man. Um, got to um, bottle one of my own uh, bourbon bottles, which was great. You go back in ten years. Hmm? Oh, sorry, just the bottle. Oh no, yeah, you, yeah, you actually they they actually let you uh, pull it right out of the barrel and fill up your bottle and you know put the label on. Kelly's taking photos and I look like such a dweeb. Um, <laughs> but it was it was really really cool. I mean, just the experience. It was one of those uh, really small uh, distilleries, and we actually saw the sign. You could almost pass it, and we saw it. I was like, hey, let's just go. It's early. Let's get out there. So we take the exit, and we go up this 
road winds around a little bit and all of a sudden there's a little sign and it looks like it's handwritten this way for bourbon well hell yeah all right so we turn and it was either that or tupperware <laughs> exactly <laughs> And it's just these beautiful rolling hills, yeah. and all of a sudden you see like this uh, barn way out in the distance, mm. and just like these little arrows on little wooden signs. And we start driving, and Kelly's like, are you sure this is a good idea? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we'll see. And we get out there. I kid you not, there's a guy with a chainsaw. Because well, <laughs> it, was, it was a little cool, and he was out there, and he was just clearing brush, but he, would, he walks out with a yeah. chainsaw, and I'm like, all right, lock. This is where um, we go. <laughs> but, you know, I think I think this is good, and he kind of waves and everything. I get out, and I'm like, "Are we early?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're just cleaning up, but come on in, you know, let me put this down." I'm like, "Yeah, please do." Uh, so we go in, and they've got it's a very small like um, like Kwanzaa hut type of thing, yeah, uh, and maybe about 50 barrels in there. That's funny. And uh, they were as nice as could be, and because we were the first ones in there, they were just like, "Let's show you everything." Nice. And, uh, you know, they were. Pouring and we were pulling right out of every barrel. Well, you got to try this one. And they would yeah. just uncork it, pull it right out of the barrel, and give yeah. you a taste. And we ended up eating lunch there. We spent three hours there. Well, yeah, you got to sober up. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm seriously. But, you, but then yeah. you do have that obligation where you feel like, uh, yeah, we need to buy a bottle. Yeah, what's your hourly? How, 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 how much is the bottle? Eighty dollars it is. Um, but. You, you, it was the experience you paid, but it was, and it was yeah. it was great to actually just sit there and pull it. And then so, we went to a, a bunch of different other distilleries. We went to my favorite distillery, which is now Willet. Um, I, I love those guys. They just make some fantastic bourbon. Uh, we went through their tour, and we went through one of the Rick houses. And as we're going through the Rick house, I kind of stopped, and I'm like, "What the heck is this?" And the lady says, "Oh yes, uh, by the way, uh, what you're looking at here is uh, hams." What? And they hung up all these beautiful hams yeah. in, in the canvas bags and everything. And it was just soaking up all the vapors from the oh, bourbon. Awesome. Really? And um, <laughs> the chef from the restaurant called Husk, which was one in uh, Tennessee and one in South Carolina, uh, he's friends with the guys that do the distillery. And he's like, hey, I want to try an experiment. So she was talking about how they uh, hung up a bunch of hams and they tried it the first time and said, wasn't that great? Right. So they put them up for a while longer and she said, it was about three months ago, they, we just cut one open and it was probably the best ham we ever oh, had. Wow. And I'm, and so everybody on the tour is <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Did we get this? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's up? <laughs> Couldn't you like wall that off so yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. part of the tour? Yeah, um, don't tempt me with that. Where's the bacon? Yeah, That's so we, fantastic. So we go through the whole thing, you know, we go through the whole distillery, you know, you get to sit in the mash and all that, yeah, which yeah. is fantastic. Um, so then you end up in the gift shop, like all good tours. Uh -huh. And, right, because you're there every now and then when they find a barrel and the master distiller says, you know what, this barrel, is, it needs to be bottled right now. There's nothing else we can do with it, and it's only one barrel, we can't blend it with anything else. we got to bottle it. These guys will actually bottle it and then put it in their gift shop, and it's like a limited type of thing. Get hmm. it now. Yeah. Right, right. And so the bottle that I got was 13 years old, and it was only they were only 50 bottles. And I said, Kelly, this is my birthday. Can there I, you go. Can I get one of these? She's yeah. Like, yeah. And as I'm standing there, a guy pulls up, and he comes in, and he's like, hey, you got anything new? She's like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, yeah, I'll take three. Because that's all he does. He goes up and down just seeing what all these rare things are. And then he goes and sells them on eBay. Right. And I didn't think about that. So uh, <laughs> so my bottle, $175 later, right. 
get it home, and I'm like, this is great. Should have bought two to pay for both of them. Right? But I was just thinking, you know. Well, he's not, hard, not hustling that. Well, it's hard to tell Kelly. Can I get two? Yeah, what do you say we just like no, drop I mean, three, four hundred dollars on this? My, it is my birthday. My and she's year, like, we're already here. <laughs> my last beer trip, I spent four hundred dollars. That was hard to tell my wife because she was with me the whole time. Well, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly's on your side because when we got home, then I pull up on the computer. There's a couple of like secondary market websites you can go to and, sure. and, and do pricing. By the time we got home, that bottle was listed at two hundred and fifty dollars. Like, well, right on. This is great. Okay, just store that. I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. drink it. Not gonna do anything with it. Uh, fast forward, I think maybe about uh, six months. I was like kind of itching. I'm like, I gotta have some of that. Yeah, you know, I'll bet. There, you so can't just let it sit there. Like, <clears throat> am I gonna open this up and it's gonna yeah. taste like, you know, rock gut or uh, yeah. iced tea? And we opened it up and it was it was fantastic. And at that point, I pulled it up online. It's like $4.98. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Stop drinking! <laughs> we can sell it by the ounce! Yeah, can you do that? There but, you know, um, but, you know, I'm sure that guy that came in and bought three, he's probably sitting there. <laughs> Well, you know, later, right? He's but fine. you never know. Treat yourself, you know. Right. Take that in, Kevin. That's that's uh. No, that's, that's, you, that, I mean, that's the same with the beer industry. It's just like you gotta, you gotta love it yourself before no, you not. can let other people love it. There you go. No, it's not. <laughs> it's beer will go bad. Right? And since I've known you guys, like I said, yeah. my tastes have evolved. But yeah. I still enjoy that, and I do enjoy a good beer. I I love stouts. Uh, I can't drink anything too hoppy. I can't drink anything IPA or anything like that. But I do like stout, yeah. um, and those because they're nice, big and meaty drinks. Those those are really really good. But yeah, yeah. Um, if I had my druthers, if I was chained, or if somebody just asked me, I would say I would want bourbon. Yeah, bourbon or rye. It's just so much into it, and it's so complex and so wonderful. And when you get the right one, uh, whether you have a big cube, a couple cubes, no cubes, right? It's just. I, I think that's something that's you got to figure out what that is for you because I'm I'm a sensualist like you you're talking about like hams and you're talking about how this gets infused with that like food and drink that's that's my thing how does that all become one experience yeah yeah and and I do appreciate it. that's what you try to do with some craft beer <laughs> no I, 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 I'm being I'm being sincere you know sure. there are Different flavors are ones that I think work. There are ones that don't work. You right, know, I right. think the last one that I just saw was a uh, fluff, marshmallow fluff. So oh. what I saw with uh, don't I, I saw it on no I saw it on Facebook and hold, it was marshmallow fluff and something like I, I kid would you not I would say they're, don't they're doing them. They're, they're, I've had that don't <laughs> yeah I was gonna say don't necessarily uh, lump all craft beers into that sort of category. Oh no, I'm not. I'm just I'm just, I'm just saying, saying I, I think there are there are definitely there are definitely blends that you can do with a craft beer where you're like, I would have never thought about that. That makes it great. Really, right. I, I'm really into like the barrel the barrel age though. So like I just had a actually from Boiler they've got an eighteen month barrel aged um, Templeton rye barrels, Russian Imperial stack. Yeah. And it comes off and it's huge whiskey and oak notes. Um, big old roasty chocolatey flavor from the Russian beer. Like it's great. Like, yeah, let me let me take this. For me, like, why not just drink 
the whiskey then. Well, because because <laughs> then you don't get the chocolate and okay, the roast okay. notes that you get from the malt from the beer. And because then it's too strong to handle. It's got too much alcohol. Well, I was going to um, say, don't like categorize that because if you look at like vodkas and other liquors infused with these sorts of things. No, just, I mean, you know, if your body can't handle a certain amount of alcohol, <laughs> it's safe to stay at the shallow end of the pool. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's, nobody's laughing at you. You look like you're catching rays. It's fine. <laughs> He's got you no just because man. just, no, no. just he because angered me. No, just because it takes a little bit more work to tread water to like you know hold on to a baby. The end goal isn't okay. always getting drunk though. Oh I mean, no it's, no, it's about enjoying drunk? We're we're enjoying the experience here. Did you not see my big old yeti that I brought? That's no, no, full I of water. The yeti you brought like. Oh, a I brought a yeti. I got a big yeti up there. It's got my water in there. I hydrate. <laughs> Oh yeah, my mobile bar is a Yeti. Yours is a water cooler. Oh, now, now this I, is turning into like a, a dick measuring contest. Is what this is turning into. All right, well, well, Kevin will well, win. I well, have no, 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 bartender no. versus bartender. Here. We have similar backgrounds, so yeah. we're probably about the same. You know, all you need is like a couple of nickels out there. We're probably about the same. So. Shit, I was um, thinking dimes. <laughs> Uh, but so yeah, so uh, to kind of take this where are we going with this? full circle, kind of back. And 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 for our listeners, the four of you that are out there, we're both half Filipino, so we don't have big cocks. Oh, Just saying. Oh, jeez. Have fun editing that out, Peter. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so so again, so we met each other and uh, we enjoyed bourbon and everything. And who would have known that I would have like gotten out of toys because I thought that was where everything was at. I thought doing t-shirts that was where it was at and everything um but uh it was interesting i had a uh, a friend of mine ask would you mind bartending an event for me and i'm like well you know i don't bartend you know I don't, I don't i don't do that anymore because i used to do it at the other room but i don't do it anymore uh, well it's my daughter's 21st birthday Okay, uh, you got me interested. Okay, um, I still don't bartend. Well, you know, I just I don't want her going out and drinking, and I, you know, and they don't appreciate good cocktails. And I started thinking about it. And I said, you know what? What if we did like a like a party? You invite some friends over. I'll create the drinks. She invites her friends. I'll make the drink. Then I'll teach them how to make it. They can all make it. And we'll enjoy cocktails that way. Sounds like kind of like a neat idea. Hold, all right, what if we kind of... Hold on just a second. Let's have that for let's get a the next... Yeah, let's get a refill and let's finish your story. That's a good, that's a great... I is, mean, it, is it because I was empty? Is that it one? is. Okay. Well, well yeah. Well, we're all I think that's fantastic as, a, as a tease <laughs> for what's happening next. That's Bring great. It. That's great. Let's Bring do it. it. All I'm right, going. let's do it. Go on. Thanks again, Kevin, for being on the show. It was uh, a lot of fun catching up. And it was also really nice to have somebody uh, giving Ryan a hard time instead of me. Uh, that's been a nice change of pace there. If you're not familiar with Kevin Winnick, do a little research. Check him out. Um, or honestly, you can just go to uh, his Facebook page, Craft and Pour. Um, from there, you're going to learn a little bit more about his uh, latest venture. And we're going to get into the details of that on the next show, because honestly, it really does uh, uh, align a lot with what we've got going on on this show. 
So that's the show. If you like it, uh, go to iTunes, subscribe. You can rate, you can review, uh, you can do all of that. Then we're starting to put together a, a pretty decent back catalog of uh, episodes you can listen to as well. You can interact with the show on Twitter at Bastard Martini, or you can visit the website, uh, oldbastardmartinilunch.com. Uh, in the meantime, have another martini. I know I will. Thank you.